Son and Holy Spirit, and blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Continual mercy, O Lord, cleanse and defend your church, and because it cannot continue in safety without your help, protect and govern it always by your goodness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. 
and you that have no money, come, buy, and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know, and nations that do not know you shall run to you, because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. This is the word of the Lord. reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. I am speaking the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience confirms it by the Holy Spirit. I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart, for I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my own people, my kindred according to the flesh. They are Israelites, and to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, and the promises. To them belong the patriarchs, and from them, according to the flesh, comes the Messiah, who is over all, God blessed forever. 
Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus withdrew in a boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them and cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, this is a deserted place, and the hour is now late. Send the crowds away, so that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. Jesus said to them, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. They replied, We have nothing here but five loaves and two fish. And he said to them, Bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds and all ate and were filled. And they took up what was left over of the broken pieces, 12 baskets full. And those who ate were about 5,000 men besides women and children. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Christ. Thank you. You know, this is all such a work in progress, so I appreciate your flexibility as we... Oh, please sit down. Sit, 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 sit. As we uh, have our first Holy Communion together. Uh, it seems like forever, and I was thinking this morning, I hope I can remember everything that I'm supposed to do up at the high altar, because it's been since the middle of March since we have had communion together. So... I'm so glad that you are with us this morning and so thankful that we are all practicing good, uh, I don't like social distancing, distancing, physical distancing and keeping apart from each other and keeping our hands clean. Um, but that's not what the gospel is about today. But I do think that it is perfect timing that it is about the feeding of the 5,000 and how we talk about the feeding of the 5,000 as a Eucharistic ministry, that Jesus broke the bread and gave it out to 5,000 men. Um, excuse me, Mr. James. And then there were some women and children around, you know, just, just kind of filling out the crowd a little bit. Probably, uh, all told, about 12,000 people were gathered that day which I can imagine took some time for Jesus to make sure that everyone got something to eat. But it's, also, it's not just about the feeding of the 5,000, although that is the most important piece of it for us as Episcopalians. 
because we are a Eucharistic theology that means that we come to the table for strength and solace, but also as a, a way to act out Jesus' sacrifice for us in the world. It also harkens back to Isaiah, where he says, Ho, come and buy, come, everyone, get something to eat. You don't have to have money. And as somebody put in a, a blog post this week, imagine the Chardonnay is just all over the place, and there's more food than you could possibly ever eat, because God is calling back the Israelites. They have been in an exile. And he's saying, come, all of you come back. Jesus stands and hands out the bread and the fish to the disciples. He's given them the ability to feed others. And isn't that what we're called to do here in the church? We feed other people, not just through the garden or soup kitchens, but at the table. When we give out the bread and wine, Oscar Romero was, is a, a martyr for the Catholic Church. He worked and among the people in El Salvador and was assassinated in the middle of Holy Communion when he was standing at the altar because the people didn't like the, the people in charge and not like the idea that he was speaking out about social justice and poverty and hunger and all of the things that we work so hard for to get to wipe out and stamp out in our world. Oscar Romero is now a martyr and a saint in the Catholic Church. And he speaks about what Holy Communion really is. And it is Jesus calling us back to the table. And, G and also, it's an action that is alive. It's not static. And he made a point of saying in one of his homilies, if, you, if we think of the host as merely something that is on the altar, we have missed the point of what communion is. The host is not something that is static, that just is up in front of us to admire and adore. It is a calling for us to go out into the world and be the hands and feet of Christ. I know that's an overused phrase, but that's really what communion is about. If we come, as it says in the Book of Common Prayer, to the table for pardon only and for solace, then we have totally missed the point of what communion is. We come to the table for strength. We come to the table to be with each other. And by your presence today, it certainly tells us all how much we have missed being together as a community, but also missed having Holy Communion. Romero also goes along further to say that when the bread at the end of service is put back into the tabernacle, it signifies to us that God is always present and God's abundance is always present. The bread and, and wine in the tabernacle assure us that we will never run out of food, holy food. I think I, when I read that, I had to go back and read it again because it is so poignant and so true. 
God coming to us at the table and God being in us when we ingest the bread and drink the wine is what we are given to go out into the world. It gives us new life and a new way of being and a new way of acting. Jesus' presence in the bread and wine becomes present in us. And what do we do with that? That's the question that Holy Communion calls, calls us to answer. If we go out into the world and behave as we did before we came in and before we ingested communion, we really haven't thought about what it is. And we are all, let's face it, we all are human. Who hasn't gone out into the parking lot after church and been angry about something, cut somebody off, and forgotten all the reasons that they were here? I know myself, I have done it several times, but that's a story for another day. But a communion event is a joyous moment. It is a moment that tells us that we are not alone, that Jesus is with us, not only internally, but eternally, and that we will never, ever have to worry about not having food or bread because the abundance of the communion wafer is what we as Episcopalians take every week away from this table. Now, it would be foolish to say that there aren't people who are not suffering and not starving. We know from the lines for the food banks in the United States because of the pandemic brings home the idea that there are people who are hungry and there are people who are in need. People who never thought they would need to use a food bank are now waiting in line for hours for a box of food. Thankfully, there are people like the church, bread for the poor, bread for the world, or excuse me, food for the poor, bread for the world, that keep people fed. The physical feeding is one thing, and that is done fairly well. The spiritual feeding is what the church does. And I have to say, I think we do it very well. So come to the waters. Come by, drink, eat. God's abundance is present among us today, as I, the prophet Isaiah tells us. It's here today, tomorrow, and for the rest of our lives. Amen. Let us say together the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten and not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate in the Virgin Mary and was made man. 
For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear our Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours, and grant that we may serve Christ in them, and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit, especially Ellen, Jessica, Kristen, Lisa, Mary, Marianne, Mike, Nancy, Oscar, Pat, Rich, Ruth, Scott, Walt, and all people in shelter care ministry programs. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, we commend to your mercy all who have died, that your will for them may be fulfilled. And we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, we rejoice with those who are celebrating birthdays, especially Wayne Hatwich, Bob McGill, and those celebrating anniversaries, especially Tom and Julie Beck, Dennis and Barbara Anderson, Peter and Jane Gottlick, and Jacob and Danielle Hartesty. Lord, in your mercy, hear our Your intercessions and thanksgivings, offered loud or silently, are welcomed at this time.
Almighty God, kindle, we pray, in every heart the true love of peace and guide with your wisdom those who take counsel for the nations of the earth, that in tranquility your dominion may increase until the earth is filled with the knowledge of your love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Please stand. My friends, the peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Peace. Good morning. Did you have something? No, just sure. The feast of the multiplication of the cucumbers can help themselves. Oh, okay. We have buckets of cucumbers. If you would like to partake, please do. See, I said there was abundance in my sermon. There it is. Well, good morning and welcome and good morning to everyone. Please be seated. That is uh, worshiping with us on Facebook. Even though you are not present with us, we are glad that you have joined us today. And if you are looking for a church home, please know that you are in it. And if you would like to sign up to receive our mailings, you can go to our website at emmanuelrockford.org. There's just a couple of announcements. On Tuesday night at 6 o'clock, we will be meeting the grief group. And grief is, of course, a part of life. Death is a part of life. But there are other ways that we are grieving. We're grieving a life style that is lost. Sometimes we grieve when we can no longer see the people that we love and that we miss them. So if you are working through any kind of, I hate the word issues, but that's the only word that comes to mind, every, any kind of issues that you are wrestling with in this pandemic, please do join us. We, it's a time to come together and, and share experiences and share feelings in a safe space. And a week from Wednesday, August 12th, we will be discussing white fragility in the sanctuary. I'm asking that you please make a, a reservation. It will also be live streamed on Facebook. Thank you, Rachel. So I hope that you will be able to attend that as well. 
And with that, ascribe to the Lord the honor to his name. Bring offerings and come into his courts.